Hello, everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I am your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And this is another spooky edition of Downtime. Ready to get scared and spooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you, what do you so, have planned to, to spook our audience, Emily? Uh, I was going to keep it a surprise because that's sort of what spooking is. All right. Well, spooky? you didn't need to shame me for it. I was just I trying to make conversation. All right. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm we sorry. only get I, to have yeah, like one well, conversation a week. Yeah. I think we should probably have more than one conversation a week. Yeah, but Maybe. okay, here's the thing. I tried to have a conversation s- with you last night, and you didn't want to talk to me, and I was very sad. I was in an Uber, and the Uber driver thought I had no friends, which is true. Wait, because I was me? bored and Yeah. Did you I call me? I called you last night, remember? Yes, we spoke. No? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I you going ha- into you an elevator. Me out for a second. Yeah, but... Here's the thing about I mean, having multiple conversations with you. Uh... <laughs> We host a podcast that is Uh supposed to be comedy-based, and the thing about you and I is we only say so much funny stuff in a week's time. Mm -hmm. And so, (laughs) I think... It's, you know, it's it's a replenishable, it's not like a limited (laughs) resource, John. Like, we're not just mining all of the comedy oil from the Earth's crust. Like, we, we have more. Like, we can use our brains to think of more funny things to say, if need be. So you think yeah? that our our comedy, specifically our comedy, is more like, more like wind? More like a wind turbine? Yeah, it's like, or like it's a like solar, solar. Well, I wouldn't say, I would say wind, probably, not solar, because solar just implies <laughs> not, this level of that comedy efficient. that is... Really, we can't achieve. No, I was thinking like solar is like as bright and as beautiful as the sun, and we're just not, we're just not quite there yet. Maybe with a few hundred more episodes, we could possibly get there. Maybe, but uh, but I was thinking it's not like you know some crude oil or or what else is a non-replenishing resource? Oil for sure. All right. I don't know. Cool (laughs) trees. Coal, wood, these things, these resources, paper. The planet is dying. All That's right. my. That was my. That was my big scare. For this yeah, episode. I mean, pretty good. Let's talk about the eventual heat death of the uh, the Earth, followed by the universe. So happy Halloween, yeah. everyone. Um, ha- Emily, Halloween. how how has life your... is a nightmare? <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on, please, <laughs> Emily. <laughs> How has your week been? Uh, <laughs> it's been really, uh, it's been, uh, it's been good. I am, like, very loosely employed. So, okay. uh, I have a solid, like, two hours a week that I have to work, and then the rest of the time is just, like, someone please hire me to teach you English. <laughs> um, so that's cool. And wanna, yeah, I was recently teaching English your, at like Texas. Co- donation. Oh, oh, that! I guess I could. That's a little icky. It's a well, little yeah, like but mixing. You, you, need, you need help, and what, look. It's think true. of it as a gift we, from me. 
yeah to you because oh, i don't have oh, money to, to allow you. me to plug my my thing my very unfunny thing okay um yeah yes. i studied biology and i would like to continue studying biology so i recently got an opportunity to intern at a cloud forest research center in guatemala and it's Which really cool opportunity cool. very <laughs> Yeah, re- no, like, really cool. I'll be doing bioacoustic recordings, which, hello, I have experience with. He was like, do you have experience with the recording o- equipment? I'm like, it's funny that you ask. Yes, I do have experience with recording equipment. <laughs> and, um, I do I'll have experience with this very, very niche thing. Yeah, and uh, migratory bird species count. So it should be really cool, really excited to do it. I'm going to be going off and doing that in December. So moving yet again, because it's like, how many times have I moved in the course of this podcast? (laughs) So many. But anyways, in order to, to do this, I am asking for charitable donations. I can post it on our website as well as on our Facebook group. Uh, I do need donations in order to be able to do this. And since it is an internship opportunity, very cool. It's called Community Cloud Cloud Forest Conservation. Holy moly. Um, Yeah, just a really dope opportunity. So yeah, if if you are one of the lucky people with an extra couple of bucks to spare, then please uh, consider throwing it my way for the sake of science and the non-eventual heat death of the universe. So yay. In the interest of Um, saving the world. Yeah, saving the planet. Uh, no, but it should be cool. I'm going to be doing recordings for uh, the Cornell Library of Ornithology. So it'll be really neat. Very cool project. All right. But yeah, that's that's my deal. Besides chilling right. in Argentina currently. So let's get to our topic today, which you all know is how to trick or treat. Because this is a very... It's, it's difficult. And it gets more difficult as time goes on. Emily and I know this because we... We did trick or treat into high school, which oh, yeah. looking back on it is a little weird, and I don't know why we thought no, that, that man, was cool. No, man, like I'm in the land of non trick or treating right now, and I can tell you right. that the people just aren't as happy. You know, like <laughs> I know they say Latin Americans are very happy peoples generally, but they're not. They think they're happy without all of their <laughs> Halloween stuff. But really, they want it. They crave it. You know, they do. They put. They break out like this. All the little boys are Spider Man. Like they pretty much have two costumes, right? Like right. little girls are Elsa, and then the of little course. boys are Spider Man, and that's pretty much it. And then, like, <laughs> if you're older, then you go to a party dressed as a sexy cat, and these are your options. But it's so sad to me because they just don't know the true joy. Like they're going through the motions. Right, and maybe yeah. some little kids will get some candy at school or go to a Halloween party at their English school, but it's not real. They don't get to actually experience it, and I think that that makes right. me sad. Mm-hmm. So, I think we need to go through. There's there's a few steps that you need to take. Obviously, you need to have a Halloween costume. That's super important. But we did a whole episode oh, yeah. on that. Go listen to the episode. Wasn't that two episodes ago? Yes, it was. Oh, wow. Okay, so we're bridging the gap here. <laughs> we gave yeah, you a, a Halloween bit. break. So you gotta go listen a little to our Halloween episode break, on how to and now we're Halloween back to costume. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to you have to figure out a route. This is important. It is important. You have to. I remember have to doing go to a this. Play, like, like I remember we thinking it through. Yeah, we only. 
did trick-or-treating in the suburbs, which I think is, that's like the traditional way to do it, but I... That shit's ideal. Right. I just don't, I don't know how people do it. Like, I would, I keep on thinking about it because I'm in New York City, and I'm thinking about these kids and, like, how trick-or-treating is going to work. Like, do you go to another, like, apartment building than your own apartment building and go through the floors and go door to door? Because that seems I, weird. Yes. Yes. And I, and you go to stores, too. Oh. Like, they'll take kids to, like, malls and stuff. Huh. Um, and go trick or treating, trick or treating at the mall or down like the the stores, like any uh, area, like Fifth Avenue probably does it, and like a lot of places they do a parade too. So I know there's a big Halloween costume parade oh, cool. in New York City, and they take the kids to it. Like we had a mini one in our suburb, yes. like a little parade where you threw candy or whatever. But yeah, they have a big one where like. I think people line up along the sides with, like, bags of candy, which is, like, really interesting, yeah. actually, if you think about it. Like, it's New York City, but people just want to give candy to children, and it's totally kosher. Like, it's right. totally safe. So... It's very interesting. What's it, like, okay, in that situation, in the situation of trick-or-treating, what is the incentive to give costumed children candy? The trick, man. Oh, shit, you're right. That's, that's like, the whole yeah. thing, John. That's the whole thing. It's trick or right. treat. So, it's. I always thought it should be treat or so trick. So, it's a threat. It is it's a all, threat, but it actually everyone, is a really just, direct threat. we getting threatened by children for years, and we've just accepted yeah. it. But isn't it interesting how you say trick or treat? Like, I am going to trick you. Like, this is the thing I'm gonna do. Like, I have the eggs fucking ready, and I'm about to bash them on your I've got a wagon full of rolls of toilet paper you watch out yeah like trick it's it's a coming (laughs) unless you bribe me like all these little tiny mob bosses running around (laughs) saying trick or treat which I think is really interesting um and I think about it way too much because I baby mob boss all right keep going baby mob boss well they had a similar they had baby oh boss boss baby. baby fuck wasn't Boss Baby, like, terrible? I didn't hear good things about it. Only bad things. It was basically, like, Jack Donaghy as a baby. Like, yes. literally. I mean, that was, that, was their, that was pretty much half of their idea like, process. Yeah, they were like, remember how awesome Jack Donaghy was? What if he was a baby? <laughs> remember how good that character was <laughs> on that sitcom? Let's make him a, yeah. an infant. Yeah, like, wh- why not? <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's really interesting, especially since... Like I said, it's so half-assed here, where they're like, oh yeah, we have Halloween, but we want to, we want to, like, do it, like, the American way, and so everything says trick-or-treat on it. Like, there's no, like, uh, uh, troco o treat. I don't know what treat is. Oh, the shit just says trick-or-treat, like, in English? Yeah, in English. Which is, like, which is something I encounter a lot here. Like, I think it's my local Starbucks now, and the Starbucks has all of the drinks in English. But well, then it's to be like fair, half Starbucks of the drinks are in Italian. Anyway. Yeah, but then, like, they'll say things like, marble loaf cake, okay, <laughs> is in English. But I do not know how to ask for it, because I don't know if I want to, like, play pretend and pronounce the words marble followed by loaf followed by cake in, in a Spanish, Spanish accent. <laughs> 
because I have tried, okay? I have tried to do it the American way and been like, oh, see, yo quiero un marble loaf cake. Right. And they're just like, what the fuck did you just <laughs> what say? What like, I'm like, I've, I've even tried to come up with this, this uh, like, conversation point. I'm like, oh, how weird is it that it's in English and my language, so I don't know how to say it, like, trying to, like, be funny yeah. and bring it up. And they're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, they don't, like, care. <laughs> And I was like, but they were like, yeah, but did you want the muffin or the loaf? And I was like, I, I asked for the loaf cake because I asked for what it was in English. And then you didn't know what I was talking about. And you work here and it's on the sign. And Your I'm sign is in very, English. Yeah, it's like, it, I don't know. I have to spy on the people in Starbucks to see how they order these items. <laughs> um, but yeah, and another thing they have right now is the trick-or-treat frappuccino. It, that's what it's called? And it's, it's called the trick-or-treat frappuccino. <laughs> But I can tell their hearts really aren't in it, right? Because if you call something a trick-or-treat frappuccino, you're thinking, like, two opposites, right, are in this frappuccino. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be, like, orange and black or something. Right. No. No. It's none of those what? things. It is a vanilla frappuccino with chocolate on the bottom and raspberry on the top and vanilla in the middle. So it looks like just a tricolor Is it supposed to look like deal. a candy corn? I No, because it's... Brown, white, and red. Well, yeah. Well, like they're just. Do they have anything that's orange? Would trying. they be able to get the? I don't know. I, I don't know either. Like, well, clearly they have things that are. Or I mean, like you could do pumpkin, right? Because like, it's Starbucks. It's the land, the pumpkin spice. Well, yeah, zone. but do they do they put like orange coloring in anything? They don't really have to. No, no. I mean, like they'd have to, yes, but like. I just don't understand, like, what the point of this frappuccino is, because it's not, it's treat, treat, and treat. Like, it's just <laughs> chocolate. It's all treat. There's no tricks. Yeah, it's all no trick. tricks There's here. no trick to it. It's just, del- it looks delicious. But yeah, I think they're very confused, because they can't do autumn colors or flavors with things, because it's not right. autumn. It's not, it's not it's harvest spring. season down there. No. So everyone's just confused. We don't know what to do. Well, I know what to do, but no one else right. does. And just force autumn to, into the now times them, for the you? sake of the northern hemisphere. You have to, you have yeah. to teach their crops the, the ways. Dude, I can't even I can't even order a muffin at Starbucks. How am I supposed <laughs> to do that? All right, so you need to plan a route for your trick or treating, but how do you do that? How do you plan the best route? You have to find out who's giving out the best stuff. You have to find out who's got the full-size candy bars. You want to maximize, mm, like, you... you full-size bars, You've got man. a ratio of the different kinds of candy you get, and you want the ratio to be skewed much more towards the full-size candy bars than anything else. Mm-hmm. Because you're going you're gonna to find those houses that are giving out, like apples and that are giving out like handfuls of candy corn like why are you just putting loose ass candy into my pillowcase that's disgusting what oh my god one time i was trick-or-treating as middle school so it was like too late for me to be (laughs) trick-or-treating like in my life it was like the one of the last times i think it was the last time i actually went door-to-door trick-or-treating and i showed up at someone's doorstep and he was like oh shit (laughs) and i was like what? And he was like, I, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, I didn't, I forgot it was Halloween. <laughs> so he, 
<laughs> he pulls out of his, he like, hold on one second, let me get something. People are genuinely like very committed to giving children anything. <laughs> like you have to give them something. I think maybe it's because me and my friends were a little older that he was like, especially like, oh my God, like these kids are going to egg my house. Yeah. Like, so he ran into his house and br- comes back with ice cream sandwiches from his <laughs> freezer. <laughs> Like, all right, kids, eat these fast. He's like, you gotta eat them now. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, you gotta get out of here. Go, go, go. Like, turns his life. That would have been way better if he was like, oh shit, I forgot it was Halloween. And he's like, all right, just one second. Sorry, I'll be right back. And then he runs into his house, and then he comes back with a sign that says, no, no candy here. (laughs) Sorry. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And then he just shuts the door and locks it. (laughs) Turns off his lights. That's what I would do. I'd panic. Yeah, I was ready. Like, I was so confused. My first Halloween in Brooklyn, because I actually moved on Halloween. Right. Um, so my first Halloween in Brooklyn was actually, like, I showed up on November 1st, so I didn't have to deal with it. And so the following Halloween, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't do this last year because I was moving. So, um, yeah, the second time, I was just like, well, what do I, are children going to show up at my apartment? Like, yeah. in this area in Brooklyn, like, I was really confused, and no one did. It was Did just you get like a single trick or treater? I mean, not a single one. I don't. I don't remember getting trick Did or treater. Did you treaters. get candy? Just in I case. remember you and I were hanging out. I think I did though. I think I did get candy because I was worried. But then I also was very sure that my doorbell does not work. And that's another <laughs> thing about New York too is, I have very few friends with functioning doorbells. Like no, this is the thing that doorbells do not work. In Brooklyn, like, no one's doorbell works, and so I don't really know how kids would go about getting candy if they were to go door-to-door. And there's so many people that are, like, you know, new. I mean, if it's not an established thing, and then there's so many people that are new to the U.S. that aren't really down with the whole trick-or-treating thing, I can imagine going door-to-door would be very disappointing. Right, yeah, like, you did live in, like, what, an Ecuadorian neighborhood? Yeah, my my neighborhood was Ecuadorian, so it's like, these people were, like, probably not gonna be like totally with it it was hipsters and ecuadorians and i just feel like it would not be like in terms of planning your route not a very fruitful area to go like you got to go to like the upper west side where like all those big nice houses are and maybe you'll get yeah dude those like the the more expensive neighborhoods in new york like the more expensive areas probably get Mm -hmm. all of the kids from all over new york city because it's not well, that's it's not thing. hard to yeah. transport yourself in New York City. No. So, like, you're not going to stay in those. your neighborhood. It would be so easy yeah, to get to another neighborhood. Yeah, you're not going to stay in your borough. Like, it would be. I don't know. I think they all just go to the parade, honestly. Yeah. And they just do, like, trick-or-treating events. Because if you're not in the suburbs, yeah, you can't really... You, you do, your parents don't want you to do it. <laughs> first of all. And then, like, you can't really. That's another thing about, I'm sorry I'm, like, gonna go on a whole, like, comparatives episode, like, where I live versus where I've lived type of situation. But babies in the U.S. now, like, people are having fewer babies, so when they have them, it's a special baby. Right? Like, every baby is beautiful and special. And just so clean. Like, I've never seen a dirty baby in the United (laughs) States. You know what I mean? Like, everyone keeps their baby, like, so pristine. Like, the baby can't have any food on it. If it gets food on it, you have to change its whole outfit. Right? Like, 
I've seen this. Like, babies are just pristine and glowing little creatures, right? Here, I'm, like, on the bus, and I'm just, like, mortified. I thought for a second, I was like, these babies are not taken care of, like, <laughs> on the bus. Because, you know, these they got a little schmutz, so and they got a little... They got a little gross shit on their onesie or whatever. And then I realized, like, it's a baby. Like, it's gonna get dirty. And moms here just, like, understand that a little better than American moms that are like, oh, my God, I have to have this sparkling baby. (laughs) And moms here are like, yeah, it's like an eight-year-old onesie. I've used it for all three of my children. (laughs) And, like, it's got a little schmutz on its face. What? It's happy. Like... It's just chilling, you know? Yeah, it's, like, this baby's this happy as a, a clam. It's got a little dirt on it, and it's all it's fine. It's a 10-month-old like, child. It's it's disgusting. I don't know if you've ever yeah. held or seen a baby, but they're gross. Yeah. Like, the babies are appropriately dirty right. down here, whereas in the States, they're just like, if your your baby has any dirt on it, like, someone's calling social services <laughs> on you. Like, your baby cannot be dirty. So, yeah, I wonder if they have multiple Halloween costumes in case the baby gets dirty. I do love the baby costumes. Anytime a small child, like, between one and two years old is dressed as a giraffe, I lose my (laughs) fucking shit. Or the other one that gets me is the pee in the pod costume. I did that one. That one's just, I know, it's just so cute. I did that one. I can't say I did that one. It was kind of, it was done to me because mm -hmm. I was an infant. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was my costume. I can't like say that I did the costume because it was done to me because I was a baby child. Yeah. You ever think about yeah. how how little control we have <laughs> when we're babies? I mean, yeah. And people just kind of do stuff because... to you. Yeah, I mean, I do think about it a lot because I think about being an adult a lot and how much I hate it. Yep. But then I think again, like as a child, you can't do anything. Right. Like, you have you have nothing as a baby. Like, literally nothing. And so, like, you have no money. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> you can't do anything without asking for permission. Right. And you have, like, eight options of things to do. Like, that sucks. Yep. Like, I could sit and watch TV. I can do my homework. And I can go climb a tree. And that's it. Yep. Like, that's, those are your options, right? So, I mean, like, no, being a kid is terrible. Yeah. And you have no... No choices. And yeah, someone's going to stuff you into a dumb costume that's itchy and terrible. I think about that with Halloween costumes all the time because it's like, okay, it's such a commitment. And people in the U.S. are so committed to this, right? They're like, I'm going to be a sexy lamp. You know, one of those leg lamps. And then they like put on the fishnet stockings and the stilettos and then put a lampshade over their whole body. And then they're like, yeah, I'm going to be bumping into people. It's going to be difficult to get through doors all night. And I'm going to be getting trashed and stuff to take care of my costume. It's such a commitment. And people just do it. It's fascinating. I've been around too many non-Americans recently. So I'm just, like, trying to look at it through their eyes. And we look insane. Ridiculous. Like, absolutely insane. Yeah, why is it such a big deal? All right. You want to go to some music? I think we got to do music at this point. Okay. Yeah, I think we barely got to the, the trick-or-treating portion of this, <laughs> but uh, what are you going to do, you know? Just shooting the shit. All right, so our musical guest today is going to, or this episode, God, I never do this, John. I'm so sorry. This is why it's, these things look, shouldn't be in my okay. hands. The people, okay. the people know, uh, well, look, we, this is a safe space. We all, okay. We're all here for you. Good. I believe in good, you. Good, good, good. Okay, I'm going to try to get through this. Okay. All right. 
So our musical guest this week is a good friend of mine. His name is Ricky Swift with his song Cradling the Night. So I hope you enjoy Cradling the Night by Ricky Swift. talk about uh my recent project with our stuff is that uh we have now been uh putting all of our artist submissions on our website so we have all of those available in an album under our music tabs you can listen to every single artist ever been featured on our Mm -hmm. podcast on on our music tab 
It's a banging list too. Like it no, is. no joke. It's not just me like bullshitting out of nowhere because uh, they've been on our podcast. Like I legitimately have sat and listened to all of them just on repeat since Emily set that up for us. There are a few people who aren't on it yet. Like there's a there's a couple songs from episodes that aren't there yet, but we're working on getting everyone up there. So. If there is one that you're particularly missing, don't fret. It'll be there. Yeah. Because so. it, it is, like, a banging list. It's I've yeah. also been listening to it on repeat. We also have a, a list on Spotify, if you are a Spotify user, uh, called yeah. Downtime Hall of Fame. Also, not everyone is listed there because not everyone is on Spotify. But if you yeah. are on that Spotify... That probably going to be even I, more incomplete than yeah. the, the one on the website because it's, yeah, not like Emily said, not everybody's on Spotify, but... Yeah. It's still really good. <laughs> Bangin', nonetheless, we we love our artists. We want to be able to to have them, uh, give them as much exposure through our podcast as possible because they are so, such talented people. So really proud of that new feature on our website as well as the, the Spotify playlist. Uh, so thanks to everyone who submits music to us. All right. Okay. John was looking up good places to trick-or-treat in New York City. I was City. looking up good places to trick-or-treat specifically in New York City. And... The first one that comes up is Greenwich Village. Which makes so much sense. It makes a lot of sense. Like, the gays just know how to do Halloween. Everyone knows this. Like, gays and Halloween go together like peanut butter and jelly. And there's no separating them, so why why try to fight it, right? You just gotta go where... I don't know if you've ever tried to, like, split up a peanut butter and jelly after you've made it, but it's, it's really just a mess. Yeah, it's... No one needs that. No one needs it at all. So, yeah, the village for sure. They've got the Upper West Side and the Upper East Side, which, like, goes along with what we were saying. It's just, like, a, it's neighborhoods with more money. Yeah. <laughs> much. There's but so it, much, like, like, walkable ground to cover in New York, too, which is really interesting. Yeah. It seems like none of these places really do door-to-door stuff, which makes way more sense it seems like everybody kind of has a block party, and that's how they do, that's how the stuff works in New York City. Yeah. Which, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because, like, stranger danger. Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, this is such a strange night. And I think that's, that goes with the theme of it, obviously, is, like, a weird night where weird stuff happens that wouldn't normally happen. Like, children out of their homes at night, dressed in silly costumes and banging on strangers' doors. And then threatening them unless they are given candy. Like... Right. So that's interesting. I just think the the trick part has been neglected for far too long. And I think people are getting sort of... I agree. Children aren't very, uh... What's it called? Creative. <laughs> when it comes to... They're not... To dealing out tricks. It's really because we're treating they, them too much. Like, if we did not treat them enough... themselves. Well, I mean, like, if we didn't treat them, then they'd have to come up with more stuff. So really, this is like Darwinian selection. Right? Because... We didn't give them yeah. any incentive or motivation to come up with new tricks because there's only a few that you need to use because there's only a few sticklers out there that aren't going to give out any candy. In your right. view, you don't have to give out candy at all because if you're not throwing one of these fucking block parties, then you're in the clear. You can do whatever you want. It's amazing. If you're in the suburbs, you've got to sit at home and wait for children to show up and, and give them candy, which seems sort of like a waste of everyone's time. Right. Okay, and that's... Okay, so... This is where I'm at with the parade candy situation, is that you completely nix the opportunity for tricks. Yeah. 
Like, so it gives the adults the power to be like, okay, I'm only giving candy to the kids with the best costumes. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly where I would be at because I am beholden to no child. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, it is all about control, right? Because it's supposed to be a kid holiday. The kids are supposed to rule the day. It's supposed to be right. all about kids. And adults have <clears throat> completely just franchised upon this to no end and been like, no, this is an adult holiday now. Kids can fuck off to their little parades and we're yeah. going to throw our own awesome parties with sluts and monsters. I don't know. <laughs> what, what is... <laughs> yes, actual monsters. <laughs> real, real life monsters. Real monsters. Also, adults have also taken over the tricking as well. I don't know if you remember, like, you did it a couple years, I'm pretty sure, when we got older. People actively set up opportunities to scare children in front of their house before they get candy. Oh, yeah, so the I kids, do that all the time. The kids are getting treats as well as getting tricked. Yeah, so it's not trick true. or treat, it's trick and tr trick it's and trick treat. trick and treat. Yeah, I definitely did that where I would dress up as, like, a stuffed thing holding the cauldron and then with, like, a mask on. I dressed like this weird, fa scary phantom mask thing, and I put straw sticking out of my sleeves, yeah. so it looked like I was stuffed. And then my mom would sit next to me, and be like, "No, it's okay to take it or whatever." And then I'd like grab their hand. I didn't know mom really sat fun. with you. Yeah, that's a like, whole other level. It sold it. It absolutely sold it. Yeah, that, like, that's kind of like, like, oh, I don't worry, like don't you be can't scared go of that it. Far. I feel like you have oh, to let no, them man. make the so decision. Fun. Well, you know, it really saved us on having to, like, decorate the house extra because we were really not good at doing That's a that. Good point. Like, there were so many Halloweens that I was, like, still carving a pumpkin and I was like, oh my god, it's almost 6 p.m. Like, we gotta get this, <laughs> we gotta get this show on the road, you know? Yeah. Well, to be fair, I don't. Carving a pumpkin anytime sooner than, like, the day of Halloween is dangerous. Yeah. Because they go rotten so fast. I mean, especially now, because it's hot outside still. Yep. <laughs> Remember the days when it used to be cold on Halloween? Yep. Crazy, crazy, crazy. We had snow on Halloween, like, four years ago. Really? Yeah. That's weird. You don't remember that? Who's we? Uh, well, I know You would it was have been in, in New York. Like... I know it was in Virginia. Oh. No, it was when I was in high school. I guess that's longer than four years ago, huh? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. John's old. All right. Well. Well, you're not. You're a child, so that's yeah, fine. Um, but it was cold on Halloween. Yes. Good story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I do like fooling children on Halloween. It is fun. I do... I also like these, like, haunted house things, but I have a lot of Facebook friends that are currently, like, working at haunted houses and really enjoying it. Weird. I would hate to do that. Yeah, I don't know if I would like that at all. Like, I have so many actor friends that, like, volunteer to... Not because they need exposure or anything, because it's just fun for them to volunteer right. at haunted houses and stuff. But, I mean, like... Aren't you afraid every day of getting punched? Like... Yeah, that's okay. That's exactly where my mind went. Was like, I have no interest in getting punched by a child who got too scared, or getting punched by a kid who pretended to be scared, just so they could punch someone. Just so they can punch someone, which I've definitely seen before. Like, I've which seen is definitely these like th that's something that a, a shitty thirteen-year-old or fourteen-year-old would do, and you know that. Yeah. 
So I don't know what kind of like painting we're doing of of Halloween right now because it looks like everyone gets tricked, like everyone gets fucked. And so if you're not like enjoying yourself and dressing up too, then you might as well just like sit back and let the let the tricks come because they's it coming no matter what. Or just just lock yourself in. Especially if you live in an apartment building, like you don't have to worry about people egging your house because that's it's not, not your, really house? your house. You just, just I mean, lock your doors, put a sign out that says "Please go away," and please sit back and watch Netflix all night, and then wait till the storm passes. Yeah, I mean, like, because everybody's getting tricked. Very few people are getting treats. Yeah, come to think of it, like so few people get treats, and it's like. I don't know. The candy business is just insane, too. Yep. Like, all of the candy goes out on Halloween in America. That's another thing is, like, we're not a big candy-eating population, as weird as that seems. Mm-hmm. Like, Americans don't eat a lot of candy. Like, have you ever hung out with a British person? No. It's insane. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, we need candy. I was like, why do we need candy? Why do like, we need, can- what do you need chocolate? What's your candy for? Like, I want a chocolate. And I was like, what? what why? Like, <laughs> is it your birthday? No. Like, why are you eating so much candy? I'm sorry, Bizarre. Sarah. Have you earned candy today? You don't deserve candy, you colonialist bastard. <laughs> she did. I did have a British friend tell me the other day. She, oh, who... Someone, like, just voted for their independence. Oh, Catalonia in Spain voted sure. for their independence. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. And so my friend goes, oh, wow, she's British. And she's like, oh, wow, like, everyone's just all of a sudden voting for independence. Like, <gasps> And I was like, says the English person. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and, of course, she's surrounded by she's surrounded by a Canadian, two Americans, and a whole bunch of Argentinians. And we're like, you do not get to talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> What you, right do you have? Yeah, we we're like, okay, all of us come from, like, your colonies, you bitch. <laughs> like, oh, everyone's all of a sudden voting for independence. Like, that's the cool thing to do. And we're like, yeah, it is the cool, it's been the cool thing to do for, like, 400 years, homie. Yeah. Like, you gotta get with it, girl. <laughs> oh, man, it was so funny. That's a good, uh, that's a good trick to play. Just colonize a bunch of lands. No, to it would be a trick on the country that colonized you to claim independence. Yeah, hilarious. This is pretty good. Yeah. How's Catalonia doing? How are they feeling? Uh, I don't. I think they're feeling real bad because they actually voted for independence, and then the the Spanish government was like, "Yeah, that didn't happen." They like right. straight up. They straight up denied it. They were like, "Nah, it didn't happen." And they were like, well, it did, because we voted. And they were like, yeah, that doesn't count. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, historically, that's not really how revolutions happen. Well, I think it was, like, on the ballot for them to become independent, and then they voted to be independent. And then the Spanish government was like, that's not real. And then just, like, shoot them away, and then there was lots of bad things. Well, I think it is how these things happen, because Ireland did it. Did they? They voted? Yeah, I mean, That's they definitely like the didn't. Irish. They didn't start shooting people. Like, yeah, like they didn't go to war with the UK. They were just like, nah, man, we don't want to be here anymore. And they were like, all right, fair. Yeah. That's cool. I hope it was Ireland, or else I'm gonna sound like real fucking dumb right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep anything straight. I'm living in like, I'm an American living in like now like a global society, and I just it's becoming really, really apparent that I know nothing. Like, yep. 
Uh, I feel that. All right. But did people we, know nothing about the U.S. either. Did so we help cool. the people? Not really. No. Okay. Well, how do you, Emily? How do you trick or treat? Uh, you you go you dress up. You got your costume. We got that episode yes. thirty nine. And right. then costume. Uh, right. a costume. And then you got to plan your route. Right, so you got to yes. find out where those big candy bars are, or go to the village, or a parade if you're in New York City right. or another large city. And then you gotta walk up to the door. You have to survive the minefield of tricks the homeowner <laughs> has prepared prepared for you. And then you gotta go trick or treat, even though you've been scared out of your little, you know, Super Mario costume. And then uh, you get candy. And then you go to the next house, and then you keep doing that. And then when you get home, this is very important, you got to sort the candy. Yes. Yeah, you have to sort. Very strange. It doesn't, you know, okay. The sorting process is not, it doesn't have to be too exact. Like, you don't have to do every discrete kind of candy by itself. But very baseline, it has to be separated between chocolatey and fruity. Really? That's, that's I feel like very by far specific. the most important part is separating I'm like, how the many Milky Ways did candies. I get? How many Twix did I get? How many Kit Kats did I get? And then if you're John, you eat it all in one night and then you throw up. Well, no. Why? Why, See, why would you no, do that? If you're John, if you're like 10, 11, 10 to 12 year old John, you take your candy, eat way too much of it the day of put it in your closet and leave it there for five months and then oh. come back to find like things growing in your closet. Oh my God. What? That's so disgusting. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We're about to leave our listeners with this. Like, <laughs> trick or treat. No one, no Just one listening both. to this can pretend. That's tricks on treats. <laughs> can pretend that they got out of childhood without doing some stupid shitty stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's true. But, like, if you're me, you just don't... You throw... I, like, threw that candy away, like, pretty soon after. Like, by Christmas, it was... I threw it away. Yeah. I did not... I never ate my Halloween candy. Like, I, ever. I remember in high school, at least once, you and I and a group of friends went trick-or-treating, which, again, was... We did? We did. Oh, that one time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then we were like, we're too old for this. Like, like we can't what do we, anymore. yeah, halfway through, we were like, what are we doing? Like, it seemed yeah. fun at the time. And then we were like, nah. We're like, oh, no, we need to go back well, home. Oh, we were all these really half-assed Halloween costumes, too. I was dressed as Princess Leia, which was... I was Marilyn pretty, Monroe. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, we all, like, just threw away that candy. Because when you get to a certain point, it's like, I'm not gonna... I'm not going to pick at this for a week. I'm... Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's pretty gross. Yeah. I don't know. Halloween is fun, though. I don't know. I still don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I'm going to be either, but I'll figure something out. Yeah. Like I said, I have, like, about four shirts, so <laughs> my options are limited. You could go as Mrs. Four Shirt. Yeah, you I could wear all of you my You could wear all of your shirts at once. All at once. You are going to have uh, to do laundry that night, but... It's yeah, how about I dress as a tourist? <laughs> you look that you just dress regular. I think. Yeah, that's pretty I mean, easy. Like, I'll do. I'll try to find like my most touristy outfit. I need Probably, to like, find a t-shirt my... and a backpack and a map. Yeah, I have a map. Yeah, I'll definitely pull out a map. Oh, that's funny. I like it. 
That's, I think I, I think that's literally what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to like dress most, like I'm going to wear my hiking boots. This is the most boring Halloween costume I think I've ever heard of. Well, I mean like I don't have many options. So like but I see people like this. Okay, we're in a city. Like a very similar to New York City. And Do people actually have maps? Do they pull out like fucking full-size oh, paper maps? Oh, uh, yeah, because they can't they don't have service on their cell phones, oh, right? So they, like, have maps, and then they dress like they're on a fucking adventure. <laughs> it's amazing. You look around. There's people, like, with backpacking backpacks and hiking boots. What the fuck? Walking around this. I was like, there's a Starbucks next to you. You look like an idiot. You are, you are not on a safari. This is not the wilderness. Yeah, they, no, they think it is. Like, it's, ooh, it's South America. Like, there's a GameStop nice around the, the water. corner. What are yeah, you doing? Like, Dude, like, you gotta relax, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so maybe I'll just be one of them. I am just going to... I'm probably gonna take a trip to uh, my storage space, where all my stuff from college is, and mm-hmm. get my college sweatshirt from Animal House. And Still? Just be, really? Just be John Belushi again. Again? Yeah, it's it's super easy. All I need to do is wear the sweatshirt. It's true. So yours is also boring. Like, let's just, like... Yeah, but it's a fun reference that people get. That's true. All right, homie. We gotta wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I hope that's how you trick-or-treat. That's how you do it. That's how you do. That's (laughs) how you do. Be a child, I think, is... Yeah, just, like, be small and you'll be cool. And if you're not small, then, like, maybe not. If you... Maybe don't do that. Here's the thing. Okay, so... I think our mistake when we were teenagers in high school was all of us going. We needed to pick, like, one of us. Because two of us could have pulled off being parents, and we could one of, one of us probably looked young enough to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Then you go as a small group with one person being the child, you collect a mm-hmm. whole ton of candy, and then everyone shares it, and then you, you minimize waste, which is good. And yeah. not everyone is left with a dilemma of throwing away I'm or eating too much. Halloween as being a very wasteful holiday now. Like, yeah. we throw toilet paper everywhere and we throw away all the candy. Yeah. It's wasteful. I need, I need a good, <laughs> I need a good renewable, healthy way, environmental way to prank my neighbors. This Halloween, it's all about sustainability. <laughs> sustainability. That's the word I was Well, you can't, you, you know, you can't make homemade treats because children are instructed not to take those. Yes. You specifically like it cannot it has to be that. wrapped. But it's based on an, a, a, an old wives' tale. That's, like, it literally never happened. What? No one ever put razor blades in candy. That never happened. Not once. I think, uh, I'm pretty sure it happened after the fact. Yeah. Because... There were copycats. Yeah. But it was nothing, there was nothing to copy. Like, if people hadn't spread that dumb rumor, we could all just make baked treats for children. We ha- wouldn't have to be so goddamn wasteful. Yep. Ugh, so sad. All right. We gotta, we really have to, we're, I feel like we're. we're yeah, let's kick it. All now. right. Thank you. Right. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Uh, thank you to Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. If you want to see more work from Ethan, you can go to ethangustafson.com and that link is in our website and I usually put it in the description for the way, for the episodes. Yeah. Thank you so much for, uh, for your song Cradling the Night, Ricky Smith. If you'd like to hear more by Ricky, you can definitely go to 
the link in our description. And if you have anything to submit to Downtime with John and Emily, yeah. we are always taking submissions, especially for music or how-to ideas. So please submit to us at downtimesubs at gmail.com. We always appreciate it. Yeah, we're planning another, um, I think we're going to do another how-to submissions episode because I, I really like those. I think those are really fun to do. So yeah, if you guys have submissions, them. like you think you've thought of a how-to that you might want to send in, please do it because we want to hear from you really badly. Yeah. And then and those submissions apps are, are really great for us yeah. too. Just a ra- more rapid fire, switch it up. Right. Uh, also, please remember to uh, like and subscribe. Please subscribe to us. Please look at our website. We do work on it and, and pay for it. And yeah. And those, the rates and reviews on iTunes really help us a lot. So if you, if you could take a minute just to do a short one, that would be super duper helpful. Um, we'd like to thank audible.com for being our sponsor every week. Uh, if you would like to start a free 30 day trial to audible and get full access to their whole big slew of audiobooks, please go to audibletrialcom slash downtime to start your free 30 day trial. Uh, it's a really, really good service. I mean, I've, I have had my, my, share of audiobooks from them and it's it's always it's just a really good resource so if you have some books that you want to read and maybe you're not a big like book reader specifically like me and it helps to listen to stuff audible is a a hugely helpful solution so again audibletrial.com slash downtime to start your free 30-day trial to audible and if you feel like financing my trip to Guatemala and making sure I never go back to the United States ever again, yep. please follow the link we will also put on our Facebook page. Uh, really appreciate that. Personally, as a personal favor to me, really fantastic. And it's also a ch- counts as a charitable donation. So please look into that because uh, I like Earth. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Al Roker. Al Fight. Guatemala. <laughs> Come to Guatemala. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight you later. Duke it out.